I'm Liza. And I'm Cammy, and this is Laugh It's Funny. We're back with today's episode about parents. Parent appreciation. Yes, all of it. We figured we would put this one in between Mother's Day and Father's Day mm-hmm. because we want to show our parents some love. Yeah. Because without them, well, we just wouldn't be here. Absolutely. Unless we would be like celestial beings floating around. <laughs> Maybe. But let's not get weird. This isn't a woo-woo podcast. Yeah, we'll keep it. We'll save that for later. Cool. Sounds good. Next season. Yeah. <laughs> when it gets real. When it gets real. <laughs> All right. So we have separated this episode with segments. So our first segment is, let's see, times when your parents made you laugh. Yes. So what is, what's one of your best memories of your mom or dad making you laugh? Um... I feel like I have many of them because, I mean, I may be shy, but my parents are not. (laughs) You think you're shy? I'm kidding. I'm being sarcastic. Um, We're a pretty comical family. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been on, we we form like our own inside jokes, Mm -hmm. whatever, whenever we travel um, on vacations and family gatherings around Christmas and things like that. Um, But... It, my mother is just really funny. She has what we call her own language. Huh. I, would, I would say her name in it, but I don't want to give away her anonymity because she would probably hate the fact that I'm telling these mm-hmm. stories right now. Um, but she has kind of a a way of swapping out cultural things and making them confusing. Like... Um, we were <laughs> listening to or watching YouTube or something. We go on a lot of cruises, and so we'll YouTube, um, like cruise videos. Mm-hmm. And Pitbull was like the front man for this one cruise because it like sailed out of Miami, whatever. Well, she ends up like getting really. Oh, I know him. I'm like you know him, like personally, mom. Really, she's like, yeah, that's Bulldog. No, oh. <laughs> we all just started laughing. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's about what it went like. But she does stuff like that all the time. Another time that she did something similar to that is whenever she was um, we were celebrating her birthday and there were margaritas involved. Let's just be honest. Um, but she was talking about, you know, it's my birthday. I'm 56. And we're like, okay. She's like, you know, like that rapper, 56. Stop. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, mom, it's 50 cent. <laughs> she said, well, whatever, I'm 56. I can't wait till I see her. Would she know? Like, if I say oh, that she would right know. Now, she would know. She would know. Game on. So, what about you? When Game is your on, 56. Mom funny? Uh, okay, so my mom, my parents love going to um, a local winery, yes. and they play jazz music um, in the summers on Saturdays. And so one summer, this was like one of those peculiar years where my sister and I were both able to drive. Like I think I was in college, my sister was finishing high school, and so our deal was we would take turns being the DD for our parents. Yes. It was my turn. And so I show up around 9.30 when this event was supposed to end. And I find, like, where my family's sitting. But I can't find my mom anywhere. Uh-oh. So I'm, like, looking around, looking around. Of course, like, it's the end of the night. So everybody's dancing. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been drinking for, like, three hours. Everybody's having a good time. And they're playing... Um, Tina Turner's, like, Rolling on the River. Oh, yes. Right? And so was she rolling in the grass? This girl was rolling on the stage. Oh. That's why I couldn't find her. Oh. I was looking around and around, and I was like, where is my mom? Oh, my God. That is her on the stage. (laughs) And she was doing the whole, like, Tina Turner dance. Like, she was throwing her hair forward and then throwing it back, and she was killing it. And I was just like, damn, Mom, still got it. So I did what anybody would do. I let her finish her her yeah. dance. Did you let like, her sign autographs too? Like clearly. I mean, it took her time. a while to get to where we were after she <laughs> hopped off that stage. So I think there were a few autographs. That's um, amazing. But they, we have a lot of funny memories from picking them up from the winery. So another time when I picked them up, my parents were both just lit by the time I got there. Yeah. And so I get them in my mom's car. My mom's got like this big SUV. And so I'm like in this bulky SUV in the front Um, I say that like lovingly, it's not like bulky, like horrendous, like it's a great car, but it can fit everyone. And I wasn't used to it because at the time my car was like this tiny compact sedan. So I just wasn't used to driving this car. So I get in my mom's in the passenger seat. 
my sister and like someone else is in the middle and then there's a third row and mm-hmm. that's where I remember my dad was like back there for some reason <laughs> <laughs> but it's Just definitely like out. that's like the bitch seat like yeah. he's way far in the back and I'm like hey. what what is he doing back there <laughs> usually he wants to be in the front like he's, oh, he's got no. control issues but anyway so he hops in the back and like there's no audio on in the car like it's silent so we start driving down the road and it's like a 10 minute drive at best <laughs> My dad starts in and he's like, yeah, mm, that's my song. Turn it up. And I'm like, what are you hearing? <laughs> like, there's nothing on the radio. So how can I turn it up? I'm like, whatever. You know what? Let me just humor him. So he keeps saying that this is a song. This is a jam, whatever. I turn it up. And the song was like, I got my T-shirt and my panties on. <laughs> dad was like, Yeah. <laughs> That's my jam. I was like, oh, shit. Your panties, Dad? Okay, Dad. Really? All right, Dad. Oh, my God. My dad, he is like the ultimate cheese dad, Mm -hmm. and I love it so much. He is a very, and at first he's unassuming because he's a very intelligent, on the outside looking in, he's kind of Mm quiet-ish until you know him. I got but you. he's not quiet, y'all. He's waiting for his moment. He is he's waiting plotting. for his moment to interject, okay? So this one vacation, we went to Orlando. We were going to Universal, Disney World, all of that. And we were eating our traditional, like, yummy pancake breakfast. I think it was at IHOP this day. And the whole week... Um, we kept seeing things about a shuttle launch because this was during the time when NASA had delayed a launch Mm -hmm. for something, satellite. I don't remember what it was. But he kept hounding us to go to to look at the shuttle, essentially. And my mom was like, no, that doesn't fit in with our schedule. It's hours away. We'd have to go out of our way. We're not going to do that. So he would pretend pout and be like, okay, fine, whatever, okay. So we were trying to make our plan for the day over breakfast. And they, of course, had had plenty of coffee. So we had lots of half and half cups, like, laying all over the table, as you do at IHOP. Um, And while we were all talking about what plan... We were going to have, he had grabbed all of these half and half containers and stacked them like into each other and into this big, there's maybe eight of them together. And he goes, you know, I think I know what we need to do today. (laughs) We look over, he had grabbed his little column of half and half containers and he goes, and he lifts it up like it's a shuttle taking off. And it was so... Like, we hadn't even been talking about the shuttle thus far in the morning. Mm -hmm. It was a new day. We hadn't talked about the (laughs) shuttle today yet. It was still on his mind. And here he goes, building a half-and-half shuttle. (sighs) Lifting it up. precious, though. He loves the shuttle. We teased him for years. You didn't take him to, like, the Space Museum. I think we're actually going to. So we're going to do that eventually. So, I love that. But he's just silly. Yeah. And a lot of the other moments now that, that he has, like, things that he's done, mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate them. Right. When I was a kid. But things like waking up on Christmas morning, well, and by morning I mean, like, 4 a.m. because we couldn't sleep. Yeah. Because we were so excited. Um, <laughs> they got me a karaoke machine one year. And, you know, to bring me out of my shell. And... <laughs> <laughs> bought all of these like he and my mom had bought all of these like tracks that I could sing along with well the the morning progresses it's actually sunlight outside mm-hmm. and we had moved on to other things well I come in the living room and dad is sitting there by himself singing both parts to islands in the stream oh. <laughs> <laughs> He was both Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, and he was like, "Real man." Yes, it's just so like I. I was just like, "Dad, ew, that's not. What are you doing? This is my karaoke." Oh my god! (laughs) You just reminded me of. I mean, speaking of dad singing, like yes, one time when we would get ready for church, dad would. My parents had a half bath in their bedroom, mm-hmm. and that was really just my dad's bathroom. And then yeah. all the girls shared the big bathroom. Yeah. Um, and so dad was in there getting ready. And I think dads are the funniest when they do stuff, and, and they no one's and looking. no one's yes. looking yes. when you just catch them off guard. Agreed. And so dad was in there, and he was getting ready, and I just happened to walk past the bathroom door, and I heard him going, 
apple bottom jeans <laughs> with the fur, with the fur. <laughs> and I was just like, what? It is 7.30 in the morning. Another time. He's just getting hyped for church. Dang. Another time. Let a man he, live. <laughs> when he was getting ready for church on another Sunday. He, he had a separate closet outside yes. of his bedroom. Uh-huh. So he's like standing in his closet or in front of his closet and he's like picking out his tie for church. And dad was like a deacon, you yeah. know, so he's like trying to look nice, which is great. And I hear him, <laughs> I hear him talking to the dog at the time and the dog's name was Precious. Oh. And dad, if you're from the South, you're going to understand this phrase. Dad was witnessing to Precious. Stop he was it. like putting, I walked by and he was tightening his tie and he was like, no, Precious, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Are you ready to turn your life over, Precious? Can you admit, believe, and commit, Precious? Oh, my God. And I just turned back around like, oh, Dad. Like, I'm pretty sure all dogs go to heaven. Like, you're wasting your talents. There was Save it for the 11 o'clock service when the most, when, when the most people show up. <laughs> funny speaking of pets okay we had two cats and <laughs> sorry that's really funny i'm crying <laughs> right now we had two cats one of them was a little girl one of them was a little boy they were brother sister it was so cute well the girl fifi Mm-hmm. He was just, he adored her, and she loved him so much. She was like his his animal, all right? So one day, we he's sitting alone with her in the living room, and she's sitting on his stomach, and he's sitting in there drinking a Coke or a beer. I don't remember which one. And he said, hey, hey, come in here and look at this. <laughs> we come around the corner. Fifi is just sitting there looking at it with her paws on his chest, just sitting real still. And he is balancing a beer can on her head. Just like, look, look. (laughs) They're just having a moment. It's just so random and funny. I bet he was super proud. He was. He's like, look, look, look look what she can do. (laughs) Parents are so funny. One time, um... The electricity went out at our house from a storm, mm-hmm. and we didn't know what else to do. Like, this was before cell phones, so we were, like, bored to tears, mm. and it was me, my sister, and my parents sitting around, and they had lit candles, and we were sitting there talking, and it turned into this battle between my parents over who grew up poorer. <laughs> <laughs> Both of my parents grew up with, like, very little means and have done amazingly well for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the stuff they were able to give me and my sister well surpasses what they grew up yeah, with. Same. Um, granted, their parents gave them the best that they had, right, too. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's Absolutely. all relative. But anyway, so mom and dad start going back and forth between <laughs> who was poorer. Oh, God. And... I think it started because they were, my dad was trying to be like, yeah, this is how we used to tough it out, you know, back on the island. (laughs) And my mom's like, yeah. And my mom was like, well, this is how we toughed it out on the trailer park. This is back when all we had to eat was pork and beans in a can. And my dad goes, you had canned food? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? The Ritz Carlton? And I think I, if I remember correctly, I think like my boyfriend at the time was at our house. Like oh, he was, God. he was witnessing all of this and he was just like dying laughing <laughs> and I just had no explanation. I was, I just kept shrugging my shoulders like, sorry, man, like take me as I am. Oh my God. But yeah, they kill me. And my parents are so quick witted. Like one yeah. time we were on the deck and, um, my dad and I tend to like kind of gang up and then it's my mom and my sister who would gang up. Yeah. And so my mom kept going, she was getting mad cause dad and I were busting jokes on, on her and my sister. Mm-hmm. And my mom said, you know what? You and Cammy are just nothing but a bunch of smart asses. And my dad goes, Hey, rather be a smart ass than a bunch of dumb asses. <laughs> But I couldn't say anything because I was scared of my mom. I've always been more scared of my mom than my dad. Like, I mean, I love them equally. Sure. But, like, if anybody's going to beat my ass, it's going to be my mom. See, 
when things like that went down, I was more scared of my dad because my mom was never the one to give us whoopings because she was afraid she would hurt us. Ah, <laughs> man, what I would have given for my mom to have that fear. <laughs> Consider yourself blessed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, oh. my parents are funny. Okay, so the only other thing, not the only other thing, but the only other thing that I think of, with the, it's really just more of a genuine, like, this is cute that she does this, mm-hmm. but my mom takes a selfie stick with us every time we go on vacation. Because when we go, it's um, my, me, my husband, my parents, my brother, and his wife, and she wants to get us all in the photo together. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be standing in the middle of a crowded airport. And she's like, everybody get in. <laughs> and we're like knocking people in the face like with the end of the selfie stick. She doesn't care. She did it on a cruise ship in the main entrance of a dining room. And she's like, they're on a cruise. They should expect this to God, good for her. <laughs> Stuff like that embarrasses the shit out of me. Nah. Like, I wish that it didn't, though. Like, I wish I was more like your mom. I've grown an immunity to embarrassment. That's good. (laughs) That's good. I'm slowly coming out of it. I feel like I'm crawling out of this dark hole. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, I'll get there. Yeah. So, many other funny things, but let's move forward. Okay. So, our next segment is times when your parents put up with your best shit. I mean, to be clear, we don't have enough time. No. But we'll hit the highlights. Right. I, I'm just going to recall the things that I remember, things that weren't smacked out of my memory. Same. Um, it started early with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have a couch I can lay on and talk about this stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just make yourself <laughs> Let me grab this box of Kleenex. Charge by the hour. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we fine. need to talk through some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was a child, I was incredibly hyper. Um, it, you know, because I'm so calm. <laughs> yeah. And you grew from that. Yes. I got it. Um, my poor mother, she stayed at home with us for um, a good while. She worked, but she worked from home. And it was just, I think, pure torture for her some days because I was not well behaved. Mm-hmm. And then add in my brother after I was three, who I thought was my own personal toy, which was dangerous. Anyway, um, but for the longest time, she was like, this child has ADD. I know she does. Mm-hmm. Either that or she's just damn willful, like mm-hmm. spiteful, whatever. So she had many consultations with my pediatrician, to which he responded, what does she watch on TV? And she <laughs> said, Pee Wee Herman. Oh, no. <laughs> he said, Stop that now. Like, you're just no. in the background, like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a background for everything that I'm about to say because all of it will make sense when you realize that. So, there were many instances where I would just be not where I was supposed to be or doing what I was supposed to be doing many times. Mm-hmm. So, the highlights that come to my mind. That she still won't let me forget. <laughs> um, nap time. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't nap. I would be a busybody. I would find something to do. Well, one time I found an open container of Vaseline on my diaper changing table. And I spread that shit everywhere. Oh. On the walls. Oh, no. Into the carpet. In my hair. All over my crib. Everywhere, like I was. How old were you? Like two or three. Like I was little. Yeah. I I technically didn't know better, but she knew that I knew. Now that's some classic toddler bullshit. It is some toddler bullshit. <laughs> um, I also cut the phone cord once. <gasps> she was on a phone meeting with her regional manager, and. She wasn't paying attention to me, so I grabbed some fucking scissors and cut the line. <laughs> Liza will not be ignored, okay? So <laughs> you just snip I it. Got in <laughs> bi- <laughs> I got embarrassed. <laughs> What's the word of the day? What's it, girls? Scissors! <laughs> Your poor mom. Yes. Cut two. I'm like in kindergarten throwing a tam- temper tantrum in the bathroom because I did not want to go to school. So, <laughs> you know what I did? 
I sat there on the bathroom sink, like on the counter, and I yanked the fucking towel rack out of the wall. I yanked it out of the wall. Okay, Hulk smash. Like Hulk smash. <laughs> Years later, I'm still dealing with anger issues. <laughs> You don't want to see me when I'm angry. Yes. So. We got it now. Early on, my mom dealt with my best and worst shit, I would mm, say. Yeah. I was a hellion in seventh grade, like middle school, but that's normal for every, yeah, you know, teenager, I would say. But. I wasn't a hellion, but I was a smart ass. Like, I was from the sassy. Get-go. I backtalked. I got popped in the mouth more than once. Like, I didn't backtalk Rightfully because so. my parents would have beat the shit out of me if we mm. ever backtalked. Mm. But there were times where, like, I was convinced I was smarter than whoever I was talking to. And that's still something I struggle with yeah. um, that I'm working on. Yes. But <laughs> when I was a kid, I remember, um, I mean, I'm an English teacher now. So, obviously, like, I had an affinity towards, like, English grammar. Yes. And my dad. Oh, no, you were one of them. I already know what's coming. And uh, yeah, it's, it's shameful. Like, I truly am embarrassed about this. But um, growing up, my dad would kind of mix some things up when he mm-hmm. would speak English because my dad's from Samoa. Mm-hmm. So, like, my dad would say, like, he would make certain things plural that mm-hmm. you're not supposed to make plural. Sure. Which now it's like very charming and it's so sweet. It's precious, and yeah. why I ever thought to correct him is beyond me. <gasps> oh my God. But there. What a bitch. Totally. Total bitch. <laughs> total bitch God. move. Complete ingrate. Um, but there were, there were times when my dad would say something and he would ask me like, Hey, do you need any monies? Like if I was going somewhere, do you need any monies or do you want to go get some ice creams? Mm -hmm. Like it was all plural. And I would correct. I'd be like, dad, it's ice cream or dad, it's just money. And finally my dad put my ass in check (gasps) and he was like, Hey, time out. How many languages do you speak? Ooh. And I was like, one. And he goes, okay, how many languages do I speak? And I said, two. And he was like, all right, then think about that the next time you want to come and correct me. Ooh. And I, I never forgot that. Even now, whenever I hear, and I think that was the turning point. That's when I realized, okay, you're a bitch. Like, stop talking to your father that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I knew how to speak two languages fluently yeah. now. Like, obviously, as an adult, I can see my dad is definitely smarter than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as a stupid preteen and mm-hmm. teenager, I truly thought I was, which I feel like is just part of that age group. But I always try, whenever I have students who have parents um, from different backgrounds and I hear them making fun of their sure. parents, I cut that cut shit that off shit quick. Yeah. immediately. Yeah. I'm like, don't you dare disrespect yeah. your parents. You don't yeah. know how hard they work. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I think of my dad and how many times he he started his career here in the United States letting people mispronounce his last name to the point that whenever I knew my last name, I wasn't even pronouncing my last name correctly. Oh, my god! And I'm just like, you know, my dad went to work every day and just oh. kind of like accepted the fact that people kept butchering his last name and here I am just being a complete asshole about all of it you know like you just don't even know the sacrifices your parents make yeah um but I that that is a time whenever I look back and I'm like damn my parents really put up with my stupid attitude yeah um another time that I feel like my parents put up with some shit in elementary school I had a friend I'll call her Savannah. And Savannah came over and she wanted her hair cut. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom's a hairstylist. Yes. So I think that obviously if she's a hairstylist, surely I inherently own hairstylist talents. <laughs> because it's in- Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's in my DNA. <laughs> so I'm like, Savannah. <laughs> oh yeah. It sucks. <laughs> we were, we were probably 10 years old. Oh no. I'm like, no. Savannah, I got this. Let me cut your hair. She wanted her hair cut to her shoulders. That her cool. hair was probably that would require cutting off maybe three or four inches. Sure, I was like, sit down, say less. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get those scissors. Welcome to my uh, salon. Right. Uh, would you like a sparkling water or a Kool Aid? <laughs> <laughs> so she sits down, and I'm just like, do do snip snip snip. My mom comes in and she's like, Cammy, who cut her hair? And I'm like, How did you know she got her hair cut? And my mom said, Because it's lopsided. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's not. My mom's like, did you cut her hair? And I said, uh, I mean, not really. And my mom's like, Cammy, 
what happened? Not really. And I said, here's what happened, mom. It was a total accident. She was laying on my bed and her head was at the edge of the bed so that her hair was flowing off of the bed. I had a pair of scissors because we were doing crafts and I tripped <laughs> as I walked past the bed. And, and when I some wrapping paper. Exactly. When I tripped, I snipped at the same time just out of reflex and I cut off a section of her hair and it only seemed fair to level her out. Like, I could not just leave her looking like that. <laughs> my mom, my mom just looked at me and was like, you're lying. You are lying so badly right now. She's like, you are in deep trouble, young lady. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I remember getting into super trouble, like a vast amount of trouble. But the best part is my mom was like, come here, Savannah. Let me actually clean your hair up. And so my mom took the time and Aww. like restyled Savannah's hair called her mom, told her about our dumb shit, and then sent her about her way. You know? And I'm just like... What would have happened if she wasn't a hair No kidding. But I'm like, you know, Grant, my parents both worked while I grew up. And mm. so if this shit happened after school one day, this is after my mom's been dealing with clients all All day. day She's been on her feet all day. That's another thing about hairstylists. They're on their feet for 40 hours a week, you know, listening to other people's bullshit. You're right. And she comes home to make dinner and then to have to fix her daughter's prison. Yeah. (laughs) I just gave her more work to do. Yeah. If that's not the most bullshit a kid can give you, I don't know what is. Yeah. And I feel horrible about that. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, um, (laughs) I have so many other, I know that I gave my parents shit. I feel like my mom took the brunt of it for sure. Um, I had a couple of moments with my dad. It was more like just me being ignorant. I don't recall ever being like intentionally defiant to my dad, maybe um, once or twice. And it was probably involving a boy that I felt defensive of, you know. Um, But that got, you know, resolved quickly. Mm -hmm. But I do remember one time... I had learned this is this is gonna sound so stupid, but oh well. I had learned the jingle for the Almond Joy and Mounds commercial. And if you aren't familiar with that, this isn't sponsored by the way. <laughs> it says sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts, mounds don't. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought that I was clearly a blossoming songwriter. And I could change the words to something that I had heard at school, but I didn't really know what it meant. So I like practiced it in my room and <laughs> like sang it to myself. And then I'm I so thought, nervous. okay, now is the time for the performance. And so I come down the stairs. <laughs> it's probably a Saturday. My dad's probably trying to watch football in peace. I come down the stairs. To which we had like a banister that I swung around when I got to the bottom. And I said, (laughs) I can't even say it. You got it. Sometimes you feel like a slut. No. Sometimes you don't. No. He goes, what? (laughs) Your poor dad. He said, you can't say that. (laughs) How old were you? I was in like eighth grade. Oh, hell no. I your ass was going to Bible study no, that night. I did not know that that was a, a bad word. I didn't know what it meant. You, right. But I thought, you just heard well, it. this rhymes. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he like scolded me. But the other time he had to deal with me. Um, <laughs> I just love my dad so much. My mom traveled with work when I was in elementary school because she worked from home, but she was in sales. And so they'd take trips and trainings and things like that. Well, when she would be gone, I would, of course, be in school. Dad would have to do the laundry. We would have to do dance competitions. Like, everything she did, Mm -hmm. he would have to pick up and do whenever she traveled, which wasn't super often. But when it was, you know, it was sometimes during the school year. Yeah. Well, on one occasion... He was doing the laundry, and I was, of course, an adorable, cutesy pie, chunky monkey. And all of my clothes were not able to be put in the dryer, like Mm -hmm. my jeans especially, because jeans shrink like crazy. So my mom would hang up everything. Yeah. 
Well, my dad <laughs> did the laundry. <laughs> And he dried all of my clothes. And I like bawled my eyes out. And just, I'm sure I gave him sass and attitude for the rest of the week because I was so mad. And I remember crying to my mom on the phone, Dad, shrunk all my jeans and I can't wear anything to school. It was terrible. Well, my dad, speaking of clothes... When I turned 16, my hair was very long, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to chop it all off. Yes. Like, uh, in my head, I was like, I want... And me in high school, I'll just kind of paint a picture. My goal in high school was to one day graduate and join the Peace Corps. Mm. Like, I was kind of like a neo-hippie, and like, Hence in terms of like... dirty hippie, that makes right, so much sense. Like, in terms of ideals, it mm-hmm. was very, very liberal, and so when I was about to be 16, I had made up the, my mind that I was going to chop my hair off and I was going to donate it to Locks of Love. Like, cause I, I was super stoked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I went and cut my hair off and my mom's a hairdresser, but my mom couldn't even bring herself to cut it. She was like, this is too big of a haircut. Oh. Like emotionally, I can't do it. So she had her coworker cut it for me. Um, and then I wanted my belly button pierced. So I got my belly button pierced too. Like my mom took me. She's, my mom has always been so amazing in the sense that she has always let me just kind of be who I am. Mm. She's never questioned it, and I never felt out of place for it. So I appreciate I pre, I appreciate that support. So anyway, I chop all my hair off. I get my belly button pierced. I did not realize I was giving my dad heart attacks left and right. Oh, my God. Right. And so, like, in Samoan culture, you know, girls traditionally keep their hair pretty long. So for me to cut my hair off, I think my dad... Uh, he knew enough to know that, okay, like, you know, she's just doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. But I think there was still some part of him that sure. felt like, ooh, Aww. that's so, like, that's such a strong move. Um, then the same summer, my mom bought me my first tube top. But it was a tube top tunic. Like, yeah. you, I wore it over jeans. I remember. Yes. And it was summertime. Yes. And where we live, humidity is crazy. So for me to wear jeans in the summer, I feel like that's ultimate respect. Yes. So anyway, I had jeans on. I had this tube top tunic, tube top tunic and it was white. And it had, like, stripes across, like, the chest. It was mm-hmm. super cute. Um, and I was so excited to have it. And I thought with the jeans, it kind of, like, leveled it out. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm giving my dad more and more heart attacks. Oh, my gosh. It's like I couldn't just ease him into this. Mm-hmm. Instead, I just had to be like, boom, I'm changing everything. I'm about to go to college. Like, yeah. that's probably what it felt like. So I put on this outfit, and I'm about to leave with my girlfriends with my short hair and my tube top. And I go to kiss my dad goodbye, oh. and he turned his face. Oh. Like, he did not want me... Like, he was so upset <gasps> with what I was doing that he could not stand to have me kiss his cheek. And... In the moment, like, my feelings were hurt because I just thought, but I always love you. Like, why would you not let me kiss you goodbye? Mm -hmm. But looking back on it now, I'm like, dude, you gave that man, like, seven heart attacks in one week. And then you have the audacity to be like, okay, bye, Dad. Like, here's a peck on the cheek. (laughs) Jezebel. Like, God. You whore. Yes, right? (laughs) Seriously. Sometimes I should like, like, slut. It all comes back full circle. I'm so sorry, Dad. Aww. I did. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking. But oh my gosh, that's that's probably so much that's shit my to put best. Up with. Yeah, that those are the highlights of the best shit. Do you have anything else before we move on? So many others. Um, the, the last one. My dad, of course, um, going back to when he would take over mom's responsibilities at the dance competitions and stuff. This, I think, there were maybe two competitions. Where he had to help me, and he learned how to French braid hair, mm-hmm. which was amazing. That's not so all dads sweet. can do that. No, um, but he he would French braid my hair, and then he would send me with my little caboodle full of mm-hmm. makeup backstage with the other moms, and they would do my makeup. Mm-hmm. Well, since I was unattended <laughs> that that weekend, mom wasn't there to touch up my makeup if needed. So I took it upon myself before our lyrical number. To draw in my eyebrows. Stop. How old were you? Um, I was probably in fourth grade, fifth I, grade. I didn't even know eyebrows were a thing until oh, like two years ago. I don't ago. know how I thought this would be a good idea. Because the best part was we didn't have eyebrow pencils. We just had eyeliner. So I drew in some Frida Kahlo looking 
Groucho Marx looking, <laughs> fucking caterpillar looking eyebrows yes. before our very sophisticated, classical, soft, feminine lyrical dance. The only thing you can see on this video is eyebrows, eyebrows. on my face. Mm. Dark. Just you and your two Just friends. Just me and my two friends <laughs> and our little lyrical shoes and our flowy dress and he was just like oh my god oh my god what did she do our poor dad anyway our poor dad other things too you know so much shit we don't have enough time again to go through all this stuff we've put our parents through so much no are you are you good with moving on to yes let's let's do it all right so next segment is times when our parents truly had our backs yeah and I think this is a perfect segue because we're talking about your dad having your back at your recital. Um, when I was 10, my sister and I were on a junior pro cheerleading squad. Oh, we were super stoked. We were on the Packers. Yes. Um, and we had a cheer mom, like a cheer coach who would be there every Saturday at our games. And she's the one who would lead our cheers. Well, it was raining that day, so a lot of people didn't show up to the game, including our cheer mom. Mm-hmm. But there were still, like, maybe six cheerleaders there, and we just didn't know what to do. Like, we're all sitting around. My mom was at work, oh, no. so my dad was with us. And after, like, five minutes of just, like, complete oh dicking around, my dad stands up. He's like, all right, girls, let's get in formation. Oh, my God. And I'm looking around like, what is he doing? doing? He's like, everybody get in formation. He's like, hands on your hips. So we all were like, "Um, okay. So we put our hands on our hips. And he goes, (laughs) go bananas. Ready? (laughs) Okay. He's like, go bananas. Go go bananas. (laughs) And I distinctly remember my dad being like, you lean it to the left. You lean it to the right. Nothing will take the image of my dad being like, you peel your banana and mm, take a bite. And that sweet man led us in all of our cheers in the rain that that Saturday. It was amazing. It was truly amazing. Like he had our backs. I love it. He saw a need and he met the need. That's right. I was like, dang. Dad's just killing it. That's awesome. You know, and that poor man to not have any sons, I'm sure he would have loved to have been cheering on the football players. Sure. And instead, he's, he's like, stuck nope. here. Right. It's just what I got. I'm giving it I my all. It. I'm going to own this. That's right. I am the cheer mom today. That's right. So thank you, Dad. I love it. Yeah. Um, my dad and I are... On paper, we're pretty opposite with with the exception of our humor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very smart, very, very smart, very math and science minded. I am the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm very creative. Mm-hmm. I like technical things. I under I like to understand how things work and things like that. But we're we're pretty opposite when it comes to like creativity stuff. Mm-hmm. He can appreciate it, but when I was in sixth grade, seventh grade, I think, I could have been as old as ninth grade. I don't remember what year this was, but I distinctly remember I had gotten this new t-shirt. It was a light pink t-shirt from American Eagle. It had to have been when I was a freshman because I, um, had just realized that I had been shopping in the boys section because I would always buy like these baggy, they were cool looking vintage oh, yeah. shirts at American mm-hmm. Eagle, but I usually shopped at like JCPenney or right. Belk or Old Navy where everything was clearly divided. Mm-hmm. But I had this light pink t-shirt that I found and <clears throat> the Christina Aguilera video that had just come out had her with very teased out crimped hair and very elaborate like pink and red eye makeup. Which one was it? I don't remember. It could have been Lady Marmalade, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. But I don't remember what year that would be. Anyway. Or that song, Come Over Here, Baby. Maybe. Or maybe it's called Come Over. I don't know. Not important. It's not. It's but I'm going to keep thinking about it. All the while, I was thinking, that look would go great with light pink, and I just have a light pink t-shirt. <laughs> Naturally. So I am up in my room for hours. Not hours. It was probably like 20 minutes, judging by the look of my makeup. But I had I got into my competition makeup because we had that really bold mm-hmm. colored blush and eyeshadow and all that to stand out on stage. 
Well, I got into this hot pink blush that we had. I put that shit all over my eyes. I found the glitter <laughs> on my eyes. I had red to hot pink, like a very magenta color lipstick okay, on my lips. Fancy. I teased my hair until it looked like a fucking rat's nest, okay? And I come downstairs <laughs> with my hair out to here, my eye makeup, and my dad goes, Whoa. <laughs> I said, Dad. Will you take some pictures of me? <laughs> because I wanted to capture this Luke, oh, apparently. Yeah. You wanted to flex on so, him. So he did. He humored me. The flash was on. It was on one of those Kodak disposable cameras. A one-hour photo used A to be A one-hour photo. That's right. And every time I flipped through those photos, I thought, my poor father. Because I was, like, giving, like, the sultry eyes my... I don't think I drew in my eyebrows this time. That would have right. really made the look. Right. But... Just the fact that he was willing to like yeah. humor me and be like, That's hilarious. Well, okay, here That's we go. Hilarious. Parents and their little kids. It was kids. something. I remember one time in the third grade, I had a best friend, and her family lived in a really bad part of town, and they didn't have a whole lot of money. And I mean, we weren't rich either. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so I didn't realize the gravity of this gesture until I got older. Yeah. But I asked my mom, I was like, mom, can I go stay at so-and-so's house? She lives here in this part of town. And my mom was like, no, why don't we have her over here? Yeah. Like my mom never made a huge deal out yeah. of it. She never explained why I couldn't stay the night there. She just said, why don't we just have her over here to stay the night? And I was like, okay, but. I don't think her mom can bring her over here. I was like, both of her parents work a whole lot and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, and so my mom was like, you know, we'll, we'll work it out. So we did work it out. And it was really important to me that we had like this amazing sleepover. Like mm-hmm. I just really wanted to show her a good time. Aww. I wanted to impress her. And my mom, I remember this, took us in the car and took us out to get dinner that night. Like we went, I think, to like McDonald's and got food. And then she took us to Walmart and bought us matching outfits. They were lime green two pieces. It was Aww. like a button up short sleeve top with a yes. matching skirt and white sandals. And she bought it for both of us so that we would just have something matching to wear. Aww. And then we went home and like put on our new outfits, and like pranced around the house, and we thought that we were so cute. And like looking back on it now, that was I'm so just sweet. like my parents, my parents always they did this amazing job at like my sister and I never felt like we were lacking. Yeah. Same. We never noticed. We never felt like mm-hmm. there was any difference. And in turn, we never wanted for anything else because all of our needs were always met and yeah. then some. And the way my parents made miracles out of their incomes at that time, yeah. you know, t- they were so young to have two children. Um, now I'm just like amazed by it. And so like... I think of me whenever I'm meeting my son's needs. And then I, my goal is to always be able to meet my son's needs on my own, but then also give him some extra, you know? Um, And to think that my parents were able to do that for two kids. And then on top of it, to do something extra for someone else's kid. Like I can't think about it for too long or else I tear up. Sure. Because I'm just like, where did they get, where did they have the extra money Mm. to do stuff like that? Like that is so sweet. And they never drew attention to it. Um, And the older I get, the more I look back on it. I'm just like, damn, like you guys really had my back. That was a solid sleepover. And I know that she loved it and she appreciated it. So, um, and then they're just so, my parents are sneaky in that sense. Like we, We were raised to not talk about money, like that it's rude to talk about money. You don't flaunt how much money you have. You don't ever ask anybody else how much money they have. And when I was in college, I worked so hard to try and pay my own bills. Like from 18 on, if I had um, my own place to live, I tried the best I could to like work two jobs and like pay my rent and pay my electricity, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say when I was about 20, like... There were times when I would legit have like $16 in my account and there's Mm. no fucking way I would have told my parents. I would have starved. I knew that the next week I would get paid, Yeah. but until then I would just have to suffer. Like I knew I wouldn't die, but I would just have to like buckle down, push through. (laughs) Wrong it is. Right. And almost every time that it got down that low, my parents would have like this weird sixth sense 
And my mom would call me and she'd be like, hey, um, we just put like $100 or we just put a couple hundred dollars in your account. I just want to let you know it's there if you need it. Now I wonder, like, were they tracking my account? Like, yeah, did, probably. Were, were they able to track? I don't probably. know. Probably. But she never brought it up. She never made me feel like a piece of shit for yeah. it. And I never told her that I was struggling or my dad. But um, I was just like, damn. We're like all the times my dad would, if I went, I went to college three hours away. So my my medications were under my parents' insurance. Yeah. So that means my birth control was under my parents' insurance. Oh, no. And my birth control, I would get it in every three months, mm-hmm. like a three-month supply, four-month supply every three months. And um, my dad would have to go pick it up Aww. and then mail it to me. And my dad and I never talk about those types of things. He would simply say, um, hey, sissy, I picked up your medicine. It's in the mail, okay? And Aww. that was the end of it. And I was just like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Thanks, Dad. Cool, <laughs> thanks. Cool, cool, cool. Sounds good. But I'm just like, what? Ugh, the yeah. shit that I make my dad do, I'm so sorry. That's so sweet. I'm so sorry. But they really had my back. Yeah. My parents were always really awesome with birthdays. <clears throat> Valentine, like any holiday, they always did really well. Um, and I'm assuming it's because they, they wanted, again, to give us a better um, experience with those things than they might have received. Mm-hmm. Um but my mom would go all out for these birthday parties. We would have them at the skating rink. I had mm-hmm. like this awesome limo party when I turned 13. We oh, had cute. this, I had a boy girl party when I was 15. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a huge deal. But um, they always let me invite however many people I wanted. They always, mm-hmm. you know, they just, they showed out every single time. And I, because of that, I have so many um good birthday memories, but I also feel like, um, it's kind of encouraged my enthusiasm, I guess, for, for those types of occasions. Sure. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got married that I realized that doesn't happen. That other people for don't everyone. have that. Yes. I have like the same Christmas morning was a huge deal. Like right. she would, I mean, Santa would lay out all of our gifts, mm-hmm. and we would have some wrapped from them, and, some and we would have some from unwrapped Santa. from Santa. They would display everything yeah. on the couch, one for, like, the couch or the chair, whatever, mm-hmm. depending on whose presents were where, but they did that. They always made sure that we felt like we got enough. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, damn, we got a lot at Christmas. Right. Like, right. So, but they did that and they always, my dad was always really good about like getting me flowers and candy on Valentine's yes, and so day. So was my dad. And like, it's just that it seems like such a trivial thing. Right. But I think that it genuinely put in me like that, that sense of celebration mm-hmm. and that sense of putting importance on an occasion like yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't really, I I'm right there with you. I, I thought everybody's childhood was like that. Yeah. Until I started establishing like substantial relationships as an adult. Yeah. And I would hear other people's experiences and yeah. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, I annoyed my roommates in college when I decorated <laughs> for Christmas. I went fucking balls to the wall with lights right. hanging from the ceilings. But then I would say like nine out of everything. ten times, those people appreciate it. Like once you yeah. do it for them. I don't know. I bet they did. They were pissed at me. Really? Yeah, because all of them would want to study, and they'd be creeped out by some of my decorations. Well, I feel like most people, like most of my friends, especially guys, at first they're kind of like, they act like they're put off by it. Yeah. But then if you pull back, they're like, wait, 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 what happened to you? Yeah. I thought we were going to, where's all the, Yeah. you know. That's how my husband feels now. Right. I bet he does. He's a Thanksgiving advocate. And so, and I love Thanksgiving, but I always tell him I'm thankful that it's almost Christmas, so let me do my thing, okay? (laughs) Right. And so... He's yeah. kind of copped to, well, we can put up the tree earlier. Right. But yeah, same thing with money too. My parents, yeah. um, you know, they're even now, like they'll put 50 bucks in our account. Go I, eat. I'm saying, yeah. Like they just, we're, we're very fortunate and yes. some people may call us spoiled, right. but go for it. I'm just taking yeah. care of, like that's. We, they do have my back all the time. I would say earlier this semester, I went to Nashville to meet um, an old girlfriend from college. And we were out. We had dinner. We had drinks. And by the time I got back on the road, it was like 
1130, 45. And I literally had a tire blowout, mm. like maybe 30, or no, 10, 15 miles from home. And I was at an exit that like had nothing there and mm. I didn't know what to do. And so I called my parents and my sweet parents, both of them came out at midnight Aww. and drove out to me, changed my flat tire. I didn't yeah. know how to change a tire. Yeah. And then I, I was driving around on like that little donut tire. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day I knew, okay, I've got to take my car in, get this replaced. Yeah. Um, my dad calls and he's like, Hey, listen, take your car to this car shop. They're going to fix your tires. Um, I've already paid for you to have all new tires. Oh, and like, even now I kind of tear up thinking yeah. about it because in my head, could I have covered it financially? Yeah, I could have, but I, it's almost like a game of chess where yes. I have to like move Swap stuff around. Yeah. Right. And I, and I budget and I just had to think, okay, how am I going to make this work? Um, but here's my dad basically saying like, not only did I take care of the one tire, I took care of all, all of it of for you. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, yeah. damn, you know, and like spiritually, like with our backgrounds, yeah. if that's not a metaphor yeah. for like the kind of relief you get from a spiritual mm-hmm. connection, you know what I mean? Yes. Where you're like asking, can you just like meet me here? And yes. instead, when you really yes. put your faith tenfold. into it, you're yes. met like 10, ten exactly. times past it. Like amazing. We don't deserve our parents. We don't. Like, that's we all don't. it boils down to. And for all the times I was a bitch, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. For all the times oh I'll God. be a bitch, a bitch in the future. Like, I know. I know. It's probably I mean, never ending. Does happen. Yeah. yeah. And there's no rule book to it. No. So the fact that they did all this it's without the rule book. I'm impressed. Same. Well... Do you have anything left to add? No, I mean, that's pretty much it. I would just say for all of our students and our former students listening, like, I know there are going to be moments where you butt heads with your parents, but like, cut them, cut them a break. Mm -hmm. There's no rule book there. And honestly, right now you're probably looking at them as just your parents when really they're their own person. And then on top of that, they happen to be your parents. Yeah. So whatever they're doing is probably the best that they Mm -hmm. can do right now. And that's amazing. And trust them. Mm-hmm. Anytime they tell you something you don't want to hear, it's probably exactly what you need to hear. Yeah. So yeah. just bear with them. They're doing the best they can. Mm-hmm. And it's because they love you. Yeah. All but they it. may not like you right now because you're being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe stop being a bitch. Yeah. Maybe that's all we got. All right, guys. <laughs> On that note, we'll see all you little bitches later. <laughs> just kidding. No, we're not, though. We gotta go. We're not. Love your parents. Love your parents. Love yourself. Love your parents because they love yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all the Hallmark advice we have We're going to stop you before you start rhyming with slut again. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Hope you have a great week. Subscribe to us if you haven't already. Follow us on Instagram. Give us a review on Apple Podcast. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.